Last time on Reaction Reset, we talked about trying to date someone who was emotionally unavailable. Today, we're going to talk about how you yourself can be the biggest obstacle in your dating life. Unfortunately, sometimes we put things out there for the other person that actually stand in our way or sabotage us. Today, I'm going to give you a list of five of the most common. The first one is you're counting on them to change. So what this looks like is when you go out and let's say they have a terrible temper, you make excuses for them. You say, oh, he's hot or he's tired. Basically, when you're dating someone and you like them and you get nervous about them leaving you, what often ends up happening is you make excuses for them, especially around your friends. In other words, you're thinking if you get to work with them a little bit more, they will change. That is not true. In fact, the more likely um, scenario is that when they're dating you, they're at their very best behavior. So if you're thinking you're, that marriage is going to change them, they're going to be a more amendable partner, get that out of your head. Number two, you want to show them off or you want a trophy. I see this a lot with couples who are, maybe they feel at a disadvantage, like maybe it's one person who basically is dating someone much younger or someone at a different stage in their life. And what they do is they find the best looking person. And if that person gives them attention and acts like they like them, they fall more madly in love. You're trying to find someone that validates a part of you you feel weak in. This is a very bad idea and it leads to mental distress and it leads to an inability to connect on a vulnerable level. You're obsessed with the way a person looks or how smart they are or the kind of car they drive. When you start putting more value, internal value on what a person has, like if they have a car, a specific degree, or some, you know, some past history, maybe they were the high school quarterback. When you start valuing those things more than your true values, like honesty, commitment, faithfulness, then you are setting your relationship up for a disaster. So focus more on the inside things than the outside things. You know, you get a pretty present and you're like, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Then you open it up and what was inside wasn't really that great. Like you're like, well, it looks okay, but it's a knickknack and I needed something I could work with. Same for a relationship. The fourth one is one that I see so many clients get caught in. They're looking for someone to rescue that makes them feel better or someone who needs their help, someone who basically admires some attribute about them and the way the relationship is formed by one person is really needed the other so the other will feel better and stronger about themselves. What ends up happening if you're in a relationship with this is you will forever play the part of the rescuer and this person that you're rescuing, you're basically 
actually enabling them to stay stuck. The whole idea of a great relationship is so both of you can grow to your full potential. It isn't to make either one of you happy. So you need to quit rescuing a person and hold them accountable a little bit more and they need to play the role of being an equal partner to you. You don't go into a relationship looking for your other half. You go into a relationship looking for a whole person who you can work and grow side by side with. Lastly, you may need to readjust your expectations and what your memories of love were growing up as a child. Childhood pain is real. And when kids grow up in a family that expresses love in dysfunctional ways like yelling, hitting, abuse of any kind, you, they don't understand, but when they go out, they feel more comfortable, more familiar with other people who treat people that way. So it's, it's a dichotomy. When a child's growing up, they're like, I will never do this to my child. I will never expose them to that. But 90% of all children who are abused end up repeating that pattern in their relationship. So if you were someone that observed your dad or mom hurting the other as well as the kid, there is a a really high chance that unless you get help and resolve that with a mental health professional, you will actually marry in or date into the same situation. And that's a terrible, dysfunctional start to any relationship. So what I'm going to counsel you to do is really if you grew up in a family that had really distorted ways of expressing love, please talk to a minister, talk to a mental health professional, talk to a relationship coach. I mean, either of those people will be able to give you some good ideas of what happened and why you cannot continue that cycle. And then when you date someone, make, through, make sure you go through your checklist so that you can be sure, okay, I'm not dating this person because they're like my mom or dad. I'm not dating this person because I think they're going to hurt me. I'm dating this person because I think this person loves me and will take care with me who values what I value. If you're in a relationship, think carefully before you go further in the relationship. Is this relationship poisonous? Is this relationship more about validating my self-esteem? Is this relationship respectful? Relationships aren't meant to make you happy. Relationships are meant to help you grow and feel fulfilled in life together with someone else. Remember, change your reaction, change your world.